she was beautiful and he was in love with her. The problem was he didn't know how to say it. No one had ever told him how to express what he was feeling. No man had ever sat him down and said, son or brother or nephew, this is what love is. This is how you're supposed to express it. This is what you do when you fall in love. No one had ever said any of those things to him. Now here I am, like the rest of you, stumbling around, just feeling my way through, trying to figure it out as I go, sometimes making it up, sometimes basing it on things I've heard, things I've seen, things I've been through myself, lessons learned. But to be honest, I have no clue. There's no manual for getting through this life. There's no manual for having relationships with other people. There's no manual for being a parent. There's no manual for being a good person. There's no manual for any of this. Hey, guys. Nice to meet you. I'm Sean Cleveland, and you are listening to No Manuals for This Life, a new podcast by myself. This is season one, episode one. Now, what we're going to talk about and what we're going to do in this podcast is just go over some of those elements in our lives, everyone's everyday life, relationship, family, things of that nature, where sometimes we just wish we knew what we were doing. We wish there was a book that told us how to do it or some kind of instruction manual that could get us through the tough times or just some of the bumps, you know, the sticky places, the rough patches, but there are none. So what I decided to do is in this podcast, I decided to share some of my experiences because, no, I am no expert. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist, nothing like that. I'm just a man who's lived uh, an interesting life and I've had a lot of experience and I have some opinions and I have some things that I feel might be valuable if I share them with others. See, the reason I want to do this is most people don't share their experiences with strangers. And maybe if we did, we wouldn't need manuals to this life or for this life. Just by paying those experiences forward and passing them on and sharing our everyday lives with each other, maybe we could learn from each other and develop our own cheat sheets or cliff notes and find a way through this life. You know, make it through with each other's help. That's the point of this podcast that I've created. Let's share what we've learned and get through it together. A short while ago, I had written this blog entitled The Start of a Relationship. So what I'm going to do now at this portion of the program is I'm going to pull that blog entry out and read it to you guys. Here it goes. Like I said, the title, The Start of a Relationship by Sean Cleveland. At some point in our lives, we all fall in love. And after that happens, we oftentimes begin a relationship. I believe that the start of every relationship is a lie. I say this because very few people go into a new relationship as their true self. 
we put forth the best version of ourselves that we know how in an effort to give off the best impression. We do this so that the person we are interested in will become more interested in us too. And then decide to invest in a relationship. I think this is why so many relationships start off with a bang and then fizzle out after a short while. Because eventually, people stop pretending and start being their true selves, which sometimes leads to people being connected to strangers. People that they do not really know because they never actually got to meet them for real since the start of the connection was a lie. Am I saying that we come into a relationship being deceptive? Actually, yes, that's what I'm saying. Because most people, when we start a relationship, we put our best foot forward. We bring out the best version of ourselves, our best clothes, our best smiles, our best attitude. We accept things that under normal circumstances or a few months from now, we will not tolerate. It's like an elaborate dance. It's a pretending of sorts because we want this new person to like us and want to be around us and we want them to form a lasting connection with us, start a relationship. So in essence, we don't tell the truth about who we are. We might give glimpses of ourselves. We might show a version of ourselves, but it's not our true everyday self. Now, that is why I consider the start of a relationship a lot, because it is deceptive. Now, guys, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read the remaining portion of the blog and then we'll go over that one as well. Now, here it is, the second part of the blog entry that I read earlier with the music behind it. It goes like this. We start to accuse each other of changing and being someone different. We ask questions like, where is this coming from? You weren't like this in the beginning. However, they didn't actually change and become someone different. But instead, they simply started being who they really are. This happens a lot. And then we wonder why the relationship didn't last and why it ended badly. We need to change this deceptive, best foot forward behavior for our own good so that we can enter into real relationships with people we actually know honestly from the beginning. Be who you truly are, flaws and all, so that the person you like can actually meet you and then maybe the relationship can have a better chance of lasting. Now, there you go. That was the final part of the blog entry. Now, as a whole, all I'm really trying to say is we are a bunch of individuals that are out here looking to form relationships with people who love us for who we are. But how is that even possible if when we meet you or when we meet them, we don't even show them who we are at the very beginning? We reveal that part of us later, like it's some sort of a surprise, like popping out of a cake, like, hey, <laughs> this is who I am. And then we're dumbfounded or confused when the person's like, oh, I, I don't think I can be with you because you're not who I thought you were. And then we get mad at them, but in reality, they're, they're right. Because we weren't who we 
portrayed ourselves as. We weren't telling the truth. We were someone other than we pretended to be when they met us. We were pretending. That's exactly the word. How does someone form a lasting relationship with a, a great pretender of sorts? They never even met you. So how are you mad at them for being confused or disillusioned by who they're meeting now when this is who you really are, the person that you're turning out to be, all because you misrepresented yourself in the beginning. So whose fault is it truly? Is it their fault for believing the first image that you put forward? Or is it your fault for not just being yourself and taking a chance and hoping that they liked you for who you really were? This is what so many of us tend to do. We, we go into a relationship with a plan, like, okay, how can I convince this person to love or like me? And, and that's, the, that's the wrong agenda. The only agenda you should have when you go into the start of a relationship, in my opinion, is let this person meet me while I meet who they really are, and hopefully we'll hit it off, and it will become something that has a chance of becoming something good and, and lasting becoming a relationship of sorts. They can become your friend, it can be romantic, it can be short-term, it can be brief, it can be long-term. But either way, if we enter into it honestly, it'll have a chance of being good. See, now where the problem lies is in the fact that most people don't want to be vulnerable. And now picture being vulnerable to someone I just met two minutes ago. Am I supposed to give the keys to my heart, access to my soul, free reign all throughout my emotional terrain to someone that I literally just met, all because I like the look of them, they're attractive, she has a nice smile, oh, I love the way they walk. Those are not reasons most people are willing to give up their vulnerability. Even in deep relationships, most people aren't willing to be vulnerable. And again, I say, therein lies the problem. Because of this, we fall into this category where, mm, I need them to like us. So, thus the deception. Although it's a blatant deception on our part, we as the deceiver don't see it like that. We just want to be connected to the person. There's no ill intent. I'm not trying to deceive the person so that I can hurt them or break their heart or destroy their lives and turn their heart into ash. That's not the reason. I just want to spend more time with this person and possibly get to know them. And some of us aren't the most confident people, so our insecurity and our fear of rejection tells us, hmm, what parts of myself can I polish up to give it a better shine so that this person would like to spend some time with me? So that's what we do. That's the deception. Okay, so what I'm saying is that we need to actually meet people face to face, not from behind walls built to protect us from the last person that hurt us. We need to allow ourselves to be ourselves and actually introduce ourselves to those people that we are interested in because it might provoke them to do the same thing. But even if it doesn't, we must remember 
that that is okay because it's about giving yourself the best chance to find a real connection. So don't worry so much about what the other person is doing or about what the other person does. This doesn't mean put yourself out there even though you recognize the BS and clearly see the nonsense that the other person is feeding you. I'm not saying that at all. I'm simply saying that the pursuit of real love and a true connection requires a person to understand that the possibility for getting hurt is attached to the process. We have to be aware of it and be okay with it if it does happen because it's a part of the journey as a whole. So in short, putting our best foot forward does help seal the deal in terms of getting us into the relationship. It works, and it works often. But at what cost? Is the fact of misleading someone so bad? Well, it is when the potential cost of it is the relationship that you sought out in the first place. The real you might not be the person that your new partner was looking for. Maybe they wanted the overly neat, always thoughtful, always on time individual that laughed at all of their jokes. Maybe they needed the always helpful, never upset, always understanding person that used to cook breakfast and serve it in bed every Sunday morning. But now they have you, the person who snaps sometimes because they are overly sensitive when watching their favorite show. Now they have you, the person that never puts the dishes away, never cleans off the table, or makes the bed after getting out of it. Now they have you, the person that is very sarcastic. And now they are confused and feel tricked because now they are in a relationship with a stranger. Someone that if they had met in the beginning at the start of it all, under true circumstances, they may not have spent any time with in the first place, let alone falling for and started a relationship. All because the current relationship started out as a lie leaving two people's entire existence in question because you know we as people can be overly dramatic sometimes. But on a real note, now you have two people in an emotional quandary with their emotions in a tizzy and possibly on the verge of heartache. And to think it could have all been avoided with something as simple as the truth. We need to do ourselves a favor and stop being pretenders. Okay, everyone, that's the conclusion of today's show. But before we go, I just wanted to thank you for taking time out of your day and spending it with me listening to today's podcast about the start of every relationship on my show. <laughs> no Manuals to This Life by Sean M. Cleveland. But before we go, I'm going to hit you with a little surprise. Since I ended the segment discussing pretenders and pretending, I wanted to share something that I had written uh, a few years ago. It's a poem. It's called Pretenders. And it goes a little bit like this. A beautiful woman is a beautiful woman by content, not simply by design. She is not entitled to that designation by birthright or because of her bone structure. She has to earn it. And the road is hard and very seldom traveled honestly. The world is filled with an abundance of lovely pretenders. 
pretty-faced caricatures that smile brightly through the foundation that hides the truth. So again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming out. The name of the show again, No Manuals for This Life. By myself, Sean M. Cleveland, MPA. Yes, I have a master's in public administration. And I will be back and we will discuss other things that my friends and people that I speak to on a regular basis find interesting and just would love some perspective on because they're just feeling their way through it. Have a good day.